In this bulletin, the football legend Pele dies at 82. Benjamin Netanyahu sworn in as Israel's Prime Minister for the sixth time. And the British fashion designer Vivian Westwood dies at the age of 81. With the latest SBS News, I'm Greg Diet. Fans of the world soccer legend Pele have reacted to the news of his death outside the hospital where he died. Medical reports state the superstar player died of organ failure caused by colon cancer at the age of 82. Alipio Betak is a 66-year-old Pelé fan. Because of Pelé, a war in Africa was stopped. People stopped fighting for three days to see him play. That's how it was. Commitment to football. He really represented another era of football which is very different from today. Benjamin Netanyahu has held his first cabinet meeting after being sworn into office for his sixth term. His return comes just 18 months after he was ejected from power. Mr Netanyahu took the oath of office moments after Parliament passed a vote of confidence in his new government. Starting his 16th year as Prime Minister, he says he is excited to be back in office. We have four main goals, which I define today in my speech. I will repeat them because they are important. First of all, stop Iran. This is an existential question. First of all, we care about existence and security. Second, to restore security and governance within the state of Israel. Third thing, take care of the cost of living and the housing crisis. The fourth thing, and I believe it is also within reach, is to dramatically expand the circle of peace. The British fashion designer Vivian Westwood has died at the age of 81. A statement by her company representatives claimed that she passed away while surrounded by family in Clapham in South London. The businesswoman became prominent on the fashion scene in the 1970s with her edgy designs, slogan t-shirts and a reverent attitude towards the establishment. I mean, I just use my fashion as an excuse to say what I think about politically and culturally. But I do think that fashion does do something. I think my fashion gives you an incredible choice in an age of conformity. And it makes you look great and it helps you to express your individuality. Health experts claim Australia needs to understand better the epidemiology of what could be spreading in China with uncontrolled COVID-19 infections resulting in new variants. It follows a recent surge in cases prompting several countries, including the United States, Japan and Italy, to impose testing requirements for all Chinese travellers. Professor Angela Webster says China needs to be more transparent. She warns that being ignorant of the severity of the infections could be risky and Australia may need to reinstate routine PCR testing to ensure new concerning variants aren't emerging. If we have uh, travel resuming from China and more people coming in and out, we'll expect them to export some of that infection. And because we don't know exactly what variants are circulating, it means that it could spread rapidly around the world without anyone really understanding um, what, whether there's any differences in the, in the variants circulating. And that can be important in terms of um, health response. 
Australia and the United Kingdom are yet to impose any restrictions on visitors from China. The Queensland government has revealed plans for a harsher youth crime crackdown after the alleged murder of a mother in her own home. British mother of two, Emma Lovell, died from stab wounds while defending her home north of Brisbane from two teenage intruders on Boxing Day night. There'll now be longer prison terms for car thieves, increased penalties for those who boast about crime on social media, and judges will have to take the history of child offenders into account when deciding on bail applications. Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk says immediate action is vital. The time for action is now and these increased penalties will apply to adults as well as juvenile offenders. These are tough measures. They will be put in place and uh, the community um, safety, as I said, is paramount here. And today we stand with the community and we stand with the Lavelle family, um, an absolute... um, tragedy that I know has um, gripped this state. The Australian Red Cross says it's had its busiest year on record in New South Wales. In the aftermath of multiple flood disasters, the organisation stated that its emergency response teams had been active for 262 days this year. It says it provided mental health first aid to 29,000 people and supported 171 evacuation centres and recovery hubs. State Director Kate Miranda claims that staff and volunteers from across the state have been assisting flood victims since February. I'm Greg Diet, and that's the latest SBS News. 